With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to True Talk Product Wednesday. Of course, we have our special person that you all love, Lynn, going to be talking about some things today. Her and I hit a few odds and ends to say what we wanted to talk about, and then I'm going to let her see what the cosmic uh, universe said for her to talk about today. So... Lynn, it's all yours to kick us off. Okay, thanks, Bob. I'm going to see you in the cosmic universe later on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, I just uh, I was thinking that uh, we'd have a further discussion about the water. You know, it's like each time, uh, and it, I'll, I'll back up a bit. I had a conversation with um, Dr. Pollock, and my first question to Dr. Pollock was, which comes first? H2O or H3O2? So it was very profound, his answer. He said, good question. <laughs> so I was like, two thanks. Are you going to answer it for me now? So um, in a roundabout way, here's what it is, is that it's neither, it doesn't start off either or. You know, um, water constantly is changing its molecular structure constantly based on what it is that it comes in contact with. But we always think, and we were always told, you know, water is cyclic, you know, it evaporates up into the clouds, you know, clouds make rain, rain comes down, you know, water's everything else, and that's H2O. Well, in truth, rain is actually H3O2. And and that's everything that it comes in contact with. Our earth is like the ground, like I was saying last week, is negatively charged. So that helps the rain to stay um you know h3o2 so there are only three times or three things uh, on this earth that is actually h3o2 and they're icebergs um rain and mountain streams so they're the only time that h3o2 exists naturally in um on the earth and uh, after that, everything else is H2O. And then, as I said, it comes in contact with, you know, different things and it changes its molecular structure. So when you put that H2O in your body, it the protons naturally gravitate to it and it becomes H3O2. And that's what then mimics your cells and does all sorts of, uh, you know, great things. So water is one of those things that really has gone we just, we, you know, there's just so much of it around. It's always been there and we just so much, you know, take it for granted and that it'll always be there and that, you know, it's it's the same here and there and wherever else. And it's only in the 90s, really, that they began to study it so much more and realize like that water is, they hardly know anything about it, really, you know, that it has done so much to it. It's like, like that is the only thing that can change, you know, from H2O to H3O2 to, um, you know, being polluted to like losing all those pollutants when it evaporates and comes back down as clean, pure water. So it's absolutely amazing what, you know, what water can do. 
But so if you're looking in nature to find the best sources of water, again, it's going to be rainwater, glaciers, or mountain streams. But as soon as you take that water from those sources and you bring it inside, it's going to lose the properties. When you take it away from what it is, you know, it's going to lose it and it's going to become that H2O. So this is where truly pure steps in is because, you know, as I said, when you take the water away from what it is mirroring, it'll lose the properties. So when you add the the truly pure, which is the proprietary minerals, that way then you can bring that to the water and then restore it to the H3O2 and always, no matter where you are, always have H3O2. So you don't have to depend on, you know, you being in the North Pole or, you know, high on top of a mountain or, you know, anything like that. You'll always have us in, you know, in your purse or in your bag, wherever, you know, on your kitchen counter. It's like, boom, it's like I can make my own H3O2 and it's stable and it'll always stay stable in the water as long as, uh, you know, you repl- when you replenish the water, just add enough to bring it back up to the amount. So... Um, somebody was asking a question. Okay. So you were asking, um, Donna, so the three things on earth that are H3O2 is mountain streams, glaciers, and rain is the third one. So rainwater is actually H3O2. But as it, you know, sits on the ground, you know, it doesn't get in contact with sunlight and stuff like that, it loses that negative charge. Or as it comes into you know, different things, you know, into our pipes, into our homes and stuff like that. You know, we're back now to the H, you know, 2O. But um, water is absolutely, it's just absolutely amazing. You know, it's like the more I learn about it, it's just, you know, you realize it's such a simple thing, but it's the, it, it is the giver of life. And without water, we wouldn't exist here on this planet. That's why, of course, they're, you know, looking for water all over the place, you know, in other, you know, planets and things like that, um, because they know that water is the absolute um, basis to existence everywhere. And with all the things that I have read and done, you know, it's everything from where water has the ability to, as I said, pick up that negative charge to um uncluster to bounce off one another it does absolutely miraculous things you know so in the right form it will kill bacteria funguses parasites you name it and it hydrates one of the other things that i learned is just when you feel aches pains cramps um it is heavily associated with dehydration because as the water in the cells is full of h3o2 you know, the cell is expanded and it stands up straight. Then as the water recedes, the, I don't know if it's like internally in the cell or the cell itself, but it starts to shrink and it bends. And it's that tightening that actually causes like arthritic pain and muscular pain. So hydration is the key to like really getting rid of, um, you know, so many of those things. And they know that water Like I said, it mimics everything that it comes in contact with. So that's not just kind of, you know, you're putting it beside a pollutant and the water becomes, you know, polluted. That can be emotions. It can be frequencies. It's vibrations. They know this. The doctor that discovered AIDS in France uh, did a study and they actually were able to imprint the water with AIDS. 
and be able to pick up that recording of AIDS in Italy. So it's absolutely phenomenal, you know, what it is that water is, um, you know, doing. So you don't really need to know all of those kind of things when it comes to, you know, truly pure, except that, you know, the truly pure is the minerals that you can put in the water and always have H3O2 on hand, which is like the best source of water for your for your body and pretty much for everything when you're going to, when you want to kill, as I said, the, the pathogens, the funguses, the viruses, everything else like that, and to really, really, you know, reduce inflammation. So before I just jump into the sleep, I'm going to um, just see if there are any questions or anything that anybody has. Uh, <clears throat> well, Lynn, one of, the, one of the ones I was going to say bring up here is as long as there is some part of the product in the water, your water will always hold that negative charge until all the minerals are used up. Is this correct? Um, yes, that is correct. So, no, but I if, mean, you, if you have... completely deplete the, the water out of your jar or whatever else, and then you refill it with water, you do have to, of course, add the, the truly pure to it yet again. Right. But I'm saying for when you're going into these people, they go, oh, you're going to use these electronic ones, as Lynn says, the electronic charge to water only lasts roughly about an hour, and you can't keep on giving it a, 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 a charge to keep it at that state at all times. Where our product is, yeah, you don't need any electricity. It causes its own natural mineral reaction to give that negative charge at all times. Yeah, that is a, yeah. Like the only way that you can reproduce, you know, nature, you know, that sunlight effect or whatever, is to add electricity or add magnetism or anything like that. But once you remove the electricity, remove the magnetism, it'll go back to being H2O. Whereas uh, the truly pure, once it's in the water, will stay in the water and it will keep the H3O2. Yep. That's summarizing. One of the question. Yep. One of the question, Lynn. Everybody asks you if, if this will take care of this chemical or that chemical or this chemical and that. I'm going to ask you the simple question: Are there any chemicals you can think of that this will not treat or um, make it a right, Um Right now, I would say uh, I don't. I don't know of anything, but uh, like that, I had a conversation, you know, just with, you know, Judy back and forth. We were just talking about, you know, some new chemicals that these companies are coming up with, you know, that they're pumping into, you know, the water system or in like in like the drainage, you know, they're just putting it into the rivers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then everybody's like, so new chemicals are like popping up. And I wouldn't necessarily go to somebody, oh, it'll take care of it. I would probably just say to them, it's just like it can take care of a multitude of, you know, solvents, parasites, herbicides, fungicides. We've had great success with it. Um, what I would tell you is take a sampling of your water, use our product, and then go have it tested to see if it can take care of the chemicals that you have questions about. And so I wouldn't jump to telling them. I would just say, we, we you know, we've had phenomenal success with you know, so many, so many things um, that would normally be able to be taken care of, you know, with the natural or not natural, but with the standard, you know, cleaning process. We, on the other hand, have had phenomenal success, but I'm not going to say that it's going to take care of your problem, you know, but I'd say use it, go have it tested, 
and then, uh, you know, let me know how it works for you. No, that's a perfect way to explain it. I just, want to, I just want to put it out there that way so that people aren't going, oh, we'll take care of everything. Well, we don't know if we'll take care of everything because we haven't seen everything yet. Um, what no, do I can say? Yep. Go, Go ahead. ahead. I mean, catch off. Okay. I was going to oh, say no, one no, that can say. Go ahead, ladies first. Go for it, Bob. <laughs> you go for it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the ones I, uh, one of the ones I can say is uh, a new trick that I found when I'm bringing my vegetables home from the from shopping is I'll take them, no matter if it's apples, whatever it is, I will bring them now, take them home, let them soak in the sink full of the product for about a half hour, let them dry off a little bit, and then put them back in the refrigerator, and it, it just makes a world of difference in the flavors that you get off your vegetables from doing it that way. Not waiting until, you know, it's been sitting in the refrigerator and passing it on to other ones. I clean everything at once. Now when I come home, let it soak like about a half hour, 45 minutes, dry it off afterwards, and it's, it's made a phenomenal difference in what you're doing. Now, what are the other then, things that... Okay, thank you. One of the other things that I was going to add, um, a couple of weeks ago there, we had a conversation about, um, you know, using it in a spa and like on your skin and, you know, hair and different things like that. So when you think about Truly Pure, it's going to make like chemicals and everything else like that inert. You don't want to take Truly Pure and, you know, put it into lotions or shampoos or anything when you can avoid it. I would use it directly. And you will, if you have an opportunity to actually like soak your hair in truly pure, and I don't mean just kind of like pour it on and, you know, just have it like run off. If you can, you know, whatever, like dunk your hair like in a bathtub if you're, you know, sitting with making a spa and stuff like that and be able to soak your hair, you will be able to feel as the chemicals are like coming away off the, the hair follicles. And you don't need actually soap after that. So it is a, you know, it's a, it's a way better way of actually like cleaning your hair whenever you have a chance. And then you'll notice like for, you know, two, three days, you don't actually have to wash and shampoo because your hair is still clean. So what, what's ending up happening is you take a shower and you're using soap or, you know, shampoo every single time. It's only, you know, it, it's actually attaching a residue to your hair. And so it can make it dull and everything else like that. So if you have an opportunity to be able to, as I said, like soak your hair, like when you're taking, you know, doing the spa and don't use any shampoo or anything else like that, you will actually, like if you run your hands through your hair, you will feel the residue, you know, coming away and your hair will be so much softer. So any other questions on the water? It looks okay. like there are none, so if you want to continue on. Sorry, yeah. I was just going to share something. Go for it, Blaine. Go for it. Sorry, I had some background noise. Um, yeah, I was just going to say in regards to what you said about the truly pure and hair and whatever, Verna uh, washed her hair the other day and let it soak in the truly pure, and she said her hair was like, well, it's just silky. It was amazing what it did. So, again, another thing – it. It can do get rid of all the chemicals especially if anybody colors their hair or you know uses a lot of conditioners and stuff sometimes you get that buildup, and it got rid of it and it was really nice 
Well, that's what my wife was worried about that it was going to pull the color out of her hair. Because <laughs> it's not natural. <laughs> we saw that it did the little ink on the, uh, the vegetable ink on the uh, droppers already. Yeah, well, you know, it's a trade-off. <laughs> Clean and silky or colored? <laughs> no, I don't. I I actually don't know if it will um, diminish, you know, the uh, the dyes. Um, it could escalate the, you know, fading process and stuff like that. But I I can't say that with certainty. And um, so we need a test subject. You know, um, how's it working for I you? I have to dye my hair. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'll dye my hair blue and see what happens. <laughs> and then soak in the spa. So Papa's anyway, the other. <laughs> <laughs> so um. So he had blue skin and white hair. He had blue hair. Hey, 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 Lynn. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll test it on my beard. I, I actually talked to Matt. Matt says it will. Uh, if you use it, it, it can fade away gray, because the minerals that your follicles are lacking will go back in there. So we'll, we'll try it. I'll try it on my beard at least. Hey, that'll work. Straight yeah. up, Mark. So those that yeah, want to, I would try think to get rid of gray. Well, yeah, I'm going to use, uh, I'll use probably start with the truly pure straight up. Then I might move to the spa. I don't know. <clears throat> we'll see. I'll try it. Oh, well. It's well, I would think once chin, you, <laughs> yeah. Ahead, I would Mark. imagine, you know, I would just imagine that, like, by using it and soaking your hair, if you have an unnatural thing in your hair, like, you know, a hair dye or something like that, a perm, anything, like that it would strip those chemicals away and, you know, clean up the hair and bring it back to its natural. Um, I would imagine that the gray and everything else, like the pigment would be restored when you have flushed your body of, you know, mm -hmm. chemicals that are bogging it down. And then it would allow the, the body to, you know, produce all the pigments and everything else that it needs to do. Let's get a woman who somebody has gray hair or something. Let's see what it does. Who, who's willing to do it? It's, it's funny. Let's because, report you know, back. No takers. No takers. Nobody's lining up. Uh, Nobody so just made it back. I drink red tide. That, that's, <laughs> you guys could at least try it on your hair. It's a female thing where nobody's going to admit that they're gray, you know, and that they're gray. Oh, there's Kathy. She's going to try it. Okay. Let us know the outcome. So one of the other things that I wanted to um, just kind of run by again was the sleep product. Uh, we haven't touched on that, you know, too much. But the sleep, again, has... Um, the xanthal humol. And I should back up, you know, when I talk about xanthal humol and I talk about it being, um, you know, uh, uh, being the master molecule and everything else, I'm talking, I'm speaking about all of the studies that have been published that you can go look at. There's 203 studies that talk about xanthal humol. So xanthal humol in its raw, raw form is incredible. It can do um, so many different things. And we have a component of that inner sleep. So and in the Zen, so it's definitely going to to help, um, you know, with with some of those underlying things. Uh, so the xanthal humor, of course, is antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, and they call it the golden elixir, you know, for that reason because it's a it's a master molecule. It affects many systems. 
So while you take the sleep, it has the B6. So B6 is very good to help restore a healthy nervous system. And it also breaks down carbs and fats and proteins and makes them more usable to your body. So maybe I would just say, um, if you're like me or you're like, you know, Bob, this is like, and um, Robin, we talked about this. It's just like, we don't have any problem going asleep or staying asleep. It's just like, boom, you know. But the whole thing is, is that uh, there are so many benefits to taking it regardless of whether you can't sleep or you can't fall asleep is that it's aiding all of these things while you are sleeping. So it's repairing the nervous system. It's helping to, you know, um, utilize the food that you took in through the day and getting it. And it increases blood flow and energy flow. So hopefully then when you wake up, you'll feel rested. And so it supports your adrenals and, um, you know, the magnesium and everything else helps to keep things more calm in your body. So even if you don't have difficulty going asleep, you probably have a better opportunity of waking up way more rested. And also, as I said, had, uh, you know, helped your body, you know, do its nighttime processes of all of that digestion and, and, you know, repairing while you sleep. So that's what I have to say on the sleep. Has anybody got any questions there? I got one for you, Lynn. Um, yes. Okay. The other day I was watching uh, one of the, of course, or a drug commercial comes on TV. And there's a drug out there now for blind people uh, to make sure that their body clocks are getting, if their body clocks get misaligned, so they don't know when they, because they don't know the difference yeah. between night and day because they can't see that. Would this product yeah. help somebody with an issue like that? Um, that that's a kind of a loaded question, and okay, it, it's going to uh, yes, it's going to be beneficial. So maybe like if they can take it at a certain time at at night, you know, because they they can set a timer and stuff like that, and they take it, and then it will help their body, you know, relax and go sleep. And yes, it's quite possible that it could put them into a better circadian rhythm. But um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. You know, it's just kind of like they develop and when i say they like a lot of pharmaceutical companies it's like they develop the disorder because they can't target they can't say you know take a drug and then target a certain thing so they start marketing a disorder a disorder and so now they have this like you know non whatever it is 24 hour like and so they're targeting uh you know blind people you know and people that you know can't see so all of their commercials don't mention a drug. They don't mention anything. Well, they didn't in the beginning. So they just mentioned this disease. So they've, um, like they had another one, seasonal shift disorder, and they come up with all sorts of great things. And so they, they market all of those. And next of all, you begin to think, oh, maybe that's what I have, you know? And uh, next of all, so by the time that you're there, it's like, boom, oh, we have the solution. And then they come up with the drug, you know, but you've already started to think that you could possibly have all of these symptoms, you know, that they have manufactured or put, you know, nicely in a bundle and created a disorder for you. Right. And so, then Lynn, you start taking the drug. Now your body is, the drug's producing what your body should. So now you can't get off that drug because, yeah. am I right? So yeah. it's, it's kind of marketing first 
to get people on drugs, marketing a new disease or a new issue to get people on drugs. Disorders, all sorts of stuff. You know, uh, you wonder what our ancestors uh, did. You know, they just get up yeah, and who, quick whoever, again. I didn't sleep well last us. night. How, how many new disorders have been created in the last 20, 30 years? Like a thousand? I mean, where did all oh, these come it's, from? It's ridiculous. Um, they would actually like tell you it's just kind of like, well, better research has now allowed us to target yeah. certain things or break down certain things so we can yeah. more define what's going on, which is not really true. And that's not to say there are <coughs> fantastic, you know, you know, drugs out there, but we certainly don't need the amount of them, you know, and we don't have as many. It's amazing how people just kind of get all these things in their heads, like, um, you know, this is wrong with me, that's wrong with me, and they're looking for a word or a, a you know a disorder so they can attach their symptoms when really you know I'll go back to saying what I always say is just like your body is out of balance it's out of homeostasis and it's trying to bring you back in and you have to just kind of go figure out where like which direction it's tilting and then give it what it needs to tilt it back in the other direction you know well Robin deals Hi, with Liam. you know being in the oh, go ahead. Hello, you going to ask a question there? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> uh, this is Gail in Alabama. Uh, I needed to ask you, um, how do you spell that? Um, what was it? Fumol. That's all humol. Yes. <laughs> it's X A N T H O L H U M A L. Xanthal humol. Xanthal humol. And the the um, true um, product that you were talking about that helps to... Sleep? Uh, or true Z's. The, Z's. <laughs> true Z's. Oh, Z's. The sleep. Uh -huh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not sleep. It helps you sleep, but it's true Z's. And uh, yes. true Zen also contains the xanthal humol. Okay, and you said it has antiviral and antifungal and anti-what, bacterial maybe? Bacterial. Mm -hmm. It's what they consider the golden elixir because it is a master molecule. It affects many systems, not just one. Good. Go online and look Thank it up. There are tons of studies behind it. Yep, PubMed is a great place to see all the studies. As I said, they have 203 studies done on xanthal humol and everything that uh, that it can uh, do for you. It's what med? PubMed. Publication oh, Medical, or Medical Publication. They just call it PubMed. So if you put it all oh, together in your, yeah, if you put it all, all right. together. PubMed.com. Um, I guess no, it's not just I, I would just put in PubMed. It's probably just, uh, .org or could be any of them. You know, I would just put in PubMed and you'll see it come up. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's what, uh, you know, all sorts of scientists and every, everybody uses to publish their articles when they have uh, done some research. So they put their findings on. Um, be correct in my spelling there, Verna. I put a, a, it's a no and not an A at the end. <laughs> All right, does anybody else have anything for me? I was going to say, the only other thing, Lynn, is, you know, like Robin deals with it all the time with uh, people being in 
with an insurance company. There are a ton of people that do watch these commercials and go into the doctors, and it's not always the doctor's fault saying, oh, get on this medication. These people are adamant when they come in there, and they're not, get, they're not going to leave unless they've been put on that medication because they know that they need it because the commercial said they needed it. So a lot of times you're not always blaming the doctor. Sometimes it's the people, it's the marketing people I know, I do. that are to blame. I do. I get that, you know, that um, people are self, you know, prescribing, that they're going in and they go, I have a collection of these symptoms, you know, and, you know, will you do this, that, and the other. Um, it's a big industry, as we all know, and, you know, pharmaceutical sales reps and stuff like that go into the doctors. And a lot of the times, like, there's so many new medications coming out and, you know, doctors don't have time to go back and re-educate. So they're getting also their education about these pharmaceuticals from the pharmaceutical rep. So, you know, when some patient comes in and they give those collection of symptoms and they say, hey, I want to try this medication. Well, the doctor is kind of like, okay, well, let's do it. And we'll see how it works for you kind of thing. So it is kind of like twofold, you know. And, you know, when the patient says, this is what I want to do, and the doctor agrees, then they don't necessarily, you know, most doctors don't come back and go, well, hey, let's first, you know, have you drink some water and eat differently and, you know, get more sleep and, you know, do all of those kind of things. And then if that doesn't work, then we will uh, see about prescribing, you know, what it is that you want. So, so yeah, so it's, it's a kind of a, it's a kind of a vicious cycle and that's uh and that's just kind of like how it goes. As I said, doctors are getting their education from the pharmaceutical reps about the phar- you know, about the, uh, pharmaceuticals that they're producing and what they're supposed to do and everything else, you know. And, um, and then people I, find out they don't. <clears throat> gonna ask people find out there? that they. Oh, go ahead. Well, hello, Lynn. Um, there is a, um, a place called Health Sciences Institute. And you can go there, but they expose a lot of the fraud that's going on with the uh, pharmaceutical companies and how uh, when the pharmaceutical reps retire, they actually go to work a lot of times for the FDA. (laughs) I would say so, yes. Yeah, so conflict of interest. I I thought somebody was going to give me more uh, more, um, things to read. Somebody else has a question? Yes, Lynn, going back to the water, um, Judy's talked about um, converting her pool. So if she converts her pool and she swims every day, does that mean her hair is going to stay clean and silky all the time because she's in and out of that pool every day? I would say yes. There is no reason, reason other than you know, for you, once you got out of a, like out of a pool that um, only contained H3O2 for you to actually, uh, you know, take a shower or anything else like that, other than we've been conditioned to doing that because we're always in, you know, chlorinated pool and everything else like that. So our instant reaction is to shower once we do that. But, uh, you know, once you get out of right, a pool... Right, child, um, I was taught to shower after swimming so I wouldn't... Um, so my hair wouldn't turn green because yep. I was blonde as a child. But since that's not going to happen, that's one step you don't need to take. 
Yeah, well, the only reason that, you know, hair turns green is not because you're blonde, but it's actually because it's dyed white. So it's a chemical reaction. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so, no, you well, don't have no, any worries. My like hair if, was if naturally you... blonde as a child, and it turned mm-hmm. green by the chlorine. Okay. So anyway, well, what I mean, I just, you know, back to the, you know, pool and spas, just, you know, you do not have to worry about using, you know, um, shampoos and all of that, you know, once you swim or, you know, get to soak your hair in the spa. Wonderful. Hey, um, I just had somebody bring something to my attention when you were talking with the True Z's, literally on Facebook. Uh, we have a uh, founder, Becky, uh, her name is Beaky McLean, and she was on the True Z's page, and the nutritional panel is not on there, so I neglected that we missed that for some reason. But anyway, we're going to be posting that on there today. So for all those that went to the page or the site looking for it, Apologies. <laughs> I just noticed it. Okay. Back okay, to you, Bob. I guess, that was, <laughs> I guess that was just a quick apology, and we're out of there. Well, as Mark says, uh, as of uh, next week, we're going to start converting. We're getting away from the true talk, uh, talk show, I should say, and moving over to the Uber. Uh, we'll make sure, Mark says we'll probably start this Monday, but we'll make sure and announce it officially tomorrow. So that way everybody will know exactly how to call in. Uh, the nice thing about that, you do get notification before it, so in case you forget that it's call time, you'll get that little um, message beforehand and says, okay, it's time for the call. Uh, there is a call this evening. Uh, any teaser you want to give for tonight, Mark, or are you just going to let it go? Can I ask one question what? before we go? Let's let it go, go right ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Denise. Thank you. Um, I was just wondering, and I don't know if, if this is maybe an appropriate question for you, Lynn, or not, but I'm wondering with that spa treatment or the spa product and what will be used in the pool, when it rains, would that affect the um, the strength of the the um, pool camp? The no. Pool spa? No. <clears throat> No, no, it it will not. What um, and I'm sure you back me up here, Mark, is that if you if your pool and stuff has a lot of evaporation and you actually put like regular water, like hose water, into your pool, then you wouldn't eat a you know balance it with the amount of right. um, you know spa you know to bring it back up to the you know the whole level. But like again, I just said like rainwater and stuff is already H3O2, so it's not going to affect that balance. Correct. Okay, so so rainwater actually, uh, if anything, adds to it because it takes that rainwater and perpetuates it, keeps mm-hmm. it at H3. Uh, is it H3O2? I always get mixed up. Yes. H3O2. H3O2. But, um, <laughs> uh, as, you're, as it evaporates, you add more non-structured water. You're going to have to just add a little bit of product to compensate for it. It's not a lot. So. No. Just top it off. Yeah, rainwater. We 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 need everybody pray for rain here because cause since it is structured H three O two, if it hits the red tide, it starts neutralizing it. And one of the issues we've had, we haven't had any rain here. So, oh. rain's very good. 
isn't it right? Rain. I mean, they used to teach you. Yes. Uh, go out in the rain. You feel better. Uh, it makes you feel better because it's structured. Well, water. It's, yeah, like that. It's full of negative ions and stuff. You know, so yes. it's just like being in the rain, being in the forest. You know, walking yep. barefoot on the beach. All of that, like, is so great for restoring your your negative ions in your body. They yeah. used to tell yeah, you to great. collect rainwater to rinse your hair with it because it was good for your hair. Now we know why. Yeah, you know, most of these wise tales are actually, fact. there's meaning behind it. People don't understand. But it seems like there's, they, they knew more than we knew. So I just add, you know, because Verna said she loves walking in the rain and stuff like that. I just saw a video on uh, Facebook and some kid was just out playing in the rain and he got hit by lightning. And, you know, because, oh. you know, so many parents were like, how could you let your child play in the rain? Let your child play in the rain. Don't give them an umbrella. When <laughs> out there. They yeah. essentially gave the child a lightning rod and then blamed well, the rain. Well, and if, it, if, it, if it's lightning or thundering, you don't want to... You don't want to stay out in the rain. Stay undercover, but regular rain is good for you. Gene Kelly knew something, right? He was always singing in the rain. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a disorder. They they've already like named that. You know, for people who want to be out in the rain. <laughs> or is it oh, a disorder? Geez. Or is it a? Uh, <laughs> it is an actual thing. You know, people who love to be in the rain. Is that maybe they're Kelly Irish? Judy, Judy? <laughs> Judy likes to be in the rain. Yeah, they're from Ireland. That's all. They, they <laughs> that's make it. Makes them feel back home. Yep. Well, that's great. I think Anything. we had a good call today. As always, Lynn always gives us information to think about and ponder and make you have more questions until next week. So uh, you don't forget at tonight, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we have the call with Mark, the insider call that you'll get your little Uber. Um, information so you know the number to call into tonight. Until then, I hope you all live in the true life. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you later. Bye now. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.